planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Welcome to another episode of the Ever Black Podcast. On this episode, we talk to Jared from Head PE, who will be touring the country this week with Nonpoint in support of their new album, Stampede, which came out last Friday. Head PE have had a really, really strong connection with Australia over the years, especially since the early 2000s when Broke came out. Just remember being in the party nightclub on the Gold Coast and just hearing bartender just blasting through the PA and uh, just everyone just having a good time and partying onto their tracks. They're just uh, they're just a great band. Awesome live, too. And uh, Nonpoint as well. I, I saw them at Soundwave, I believe it was, and they, they were awesome, too. So uh, two bands for the price of one. It's going to be a kick-ass tour. That kicks off this Wednesday, the 26th, in Perth at the Rosemount. Then Thursday, the 27th, in Adelaide at the Enigma. Friday, the 28th, in Melbourne at Max Watts, Saturday the 29th in Sydney at Manning Bar, and wrapping up Sunday the 30th in Brisbane at the Zoo. Tickets are on sale now through silverbacktouring.com.au. Also check out Stampede, the new Head PE album. Uh, the opening track, No Apologies, is uh, it's a great opener. I hope they, uh, I hope they played on these shows. It's, it's going to be really, really good. So, uh, yeah, I'll probably see you in Brisbane, guys. If not, uh, go to one of the other shows. Enjoy. All right, so before we go into this interview, I do have to mention that it is brought to you by our good friends at Blacklight Art Design, who are our go-to for our screen printing needs. They've done all our shirts and hats for Black Media, and they've got such a quick turnaround. I highly recommend checking them out, www.blacklightad.com.au. show is also brought to you by our good friends at RW Promotion, who are the best in the biz when it comes to stickers, flyers, banners, badges, and all other promo you need for your band or business. Go check them out at www.rwpromotion.com.au. The show is also brought to you by our good friends at Lumberpunks Axe Rowing Club. Lumberpunks Axe Rowing Club is the perfect destination suitable for solo adventurers, day nights, bucks nights, or uh, just hanging out with your mates. All sessions are 1.5 hours in length and comprise of a safety induction, instruction on tactical tomahawks and hatchets, and then competitive play. Receive 10% off your session. When quoting Ever Black in your booking notes, terms and conditions apply. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube and Ever Black podcast through iTunes, Spreaker, and uh, where all good podcasts are streamed. Uh, also, hit us up on the social medias like uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, interact with us. We like it when people uh, send us messages and uh, let us know what's going on uh, in their neck of the woods. Here is my chat with Jared from Head PE. Go check him out this week while they're in the country. You won't regret it. Enjoy. Well, it's good to hear from you, brother. Hey, you too, man. You having a good day? I'm having a great day, dude. The record came out, and I'm loving it. I'm loving even the hateful comments I love. <laughs> hateful comments? Really? Well, don't get me, don't get me wrong. They're, they're 90% positive. Even the ones like somebody will... Some caveman will come on and say something like, too much rap shit. 
book done. So I'm like, okay, well, that's exactly what I was trying to do. So thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I, I was cranking it yesterday in the car, man. It was good. I like Stampede. You know, of course, head PE are no strangers to Australia, and you're coming back this week to party with us and non-point. Now, that sounds like a whole bunch of mischief and trouble to me, and uh, that's exactly how we want it. <laughs> yeah, dude, we are so stoked. We got invited back so quickly because we were just there, and it's just great because the record just came out, right, today. Yep. And uh, first show in Perth on Wednesday. Um, uh, and so we're totally stoked on that. And, um, like, cause we don't have any tours out here right now for a while. So it's great to get out there right when the record comes out. Our record's number two on the metal charts in Australia, number okay. 44 worldwide. It's number 44 worldwide on iTunes. It's number eight on the rock charts in the States. So, uh, we're fucking loving it. Congratulations, man. That's sick. Yeah, that's fucking yeah, awesome. It's a good day. Oh man, day to celebrate, and then a long flight down <laughs> to us. But you, you, yeah, you and it's summer. Sol- it's summer solstice today. Oh, okay. Longest day of longest day of the year. Because so it's you, all just like the stars are aligning. <laughs> it, it is, man. It is, and of course, I mean, you. We mentioned before uh, the non-point dudes. You've toured with them before, I'm sure. Probably plenty of time. Yeah, I've known those kids forever, dude. I've known those kids since early 2000s, and they're just a great bunch of kids, play good rock and roll, so I'm stoked to bring them over. Absolutely. And, uh, of course, Head PE have had a very long, uh, excellent relationship with fans here in Australia, and we appreciate you guys keep making the effort to come back down. Do you remember the first time that you toured here? (laughs) Well, uh, I do. I remember some debauchery. Um, of course, it was in my really just dirty, you know, hazy days of uh, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I think we played the Download Festival. I can't read. No. What's what's the big festival down there? Download? That's the one now. I think you it was a big day out at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely we played big day out. And that probably got us a lot of fans in Australia. But for sure... Uh, Whatever label we were on, um, you know, Jive Records it used to be. I'm not sure what it is now. And then um, Suburban Noise Records just did a great job with getting our music out to Australia, you know, previous to Internet, where now everything's easy to get to Australia. But when it was still reliable on physical copies, you know, we had a great presence out there. I vaguely remember it because that was right in my... uh hectic game <laughs> <laughs> I hear you yeah you know what I'm talking about oh, I do I sure do it's like that uh, in the Simpsons where it says insert frame it's like yeah 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 it's, yeah. good times man exactly <laughs> well, yeah, but now you know now I'm a father now I'm a father I'm a I'm a family man you know but uh, uh, you know my focus is not so diffused focus on the music and the message and um the production and I'm just loving it right now. I've never, I'm really, um, never felt so uh, happy in my entire life. You know what I mean? And even yeah. though, you know, 20, 20 years ago I was on television and on the radio and this and that, but I wouldn't trade a thing for the, the day that I'm having today. Mentioning production, the production on Stampede is, is really, really good, man. I think it's one, it's probably one of your 
best sounding records. For real. It's wow. incredible. Oh man, can I get that on tape? No wait, because that is such a because <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, bro, I worked on it for two fucking years straight. Yeah. This is the first record I've done on a Mac, right? So um, it really empowered my creativity, right? So I just got to do all that shit that's in my head. It empowered me to bring it out into the world. So um, I'm so stoked that you you were vibing with it because, you know, it's not for everybody, but nothing's for everybody, you know. But um, Mm. as long as I go into the studio and I'm creating the sounds that I personally want to hear. And when the record's done, if, I, if I'm hearing what I want to hear, then I, you know, then I know I've done a good job. Because I can't try to please everyone else's ears. <laughs> that would be insane. You know? um, and I'm also not beholden to some head PE sound that somebody liked in 2003 or 2006. Exactly. Or 2009, you know, it's like I'm never trying to, you know what, if I was like, maybe like Corn and like my first album got huge, maybe I would try to keep doing that sound because it's like going back to the well, you know, yeah. but for me, it's, it, it, I never feel like I'm going back to the well. I never made it huge off of one particular record, you know, it, it's the summation of all my work that keeps me going. So I'm always interested in, um, it's not that I'm purposely trying to stay quote unquote current. It's yeah. that I'm just doing what I'm into because there are times, there are years that I've gone without listening to radio or anything. It's just what I'm into is kind of what the kids are into right now. It just happens to be that. Um, and so it, it reflects in my creation. Did you record the guitars and everything yourself there? No, no. Um, okay. There are some guitars that I did record, but my new guitar player, CJ uh, Black, recorded okay. a lot of stuff for me, which was interesting. We did a lot of guitar recording on the road, on the tour bus, and those tracks stayed on the record. I'd say he did 100% of the guitar choruses, and then I may have done some of the guitar first stuff. Yeah, as I said, like the production of it is is really really good. I think you're going to be able to. You're probably going to have people hitting you up to record them now, <laughs> which isn't. Well, bad, I hope so. Bad, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to have people hitting you up. Right, I won't be. Ma- I will not be mad at that. You know, because my studio is only upstairs, so yeah, I still don't have to leave home. Yeah, man, it looks incredible too. It's the it's the studio I wish I had. In I've got a little studio space at home, but uh. You know, mine's more, uh, right. I've got the SM7B, but all the rest is like egg cartons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, I uh, have that one. I have the SM7B. I use it for tons of stuff. It, oh, it's the best, man. Yeah. But uh, you've got all the soundproofing and everything. Mine's just blankets and uh, and egg cartons. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, you know what, though? These days, these days, kids are making hits like, you know, and the vocals are being recorded like in the bathroom or in a closet. And that's yeah, yeah. the thing that I respect. I'm totally one of these guys, DIY guys. I don't like when somebody says they need all this uh, around them to to, uh, to to play music or make music because mm. you don't. You know, it all comes down to songwriting and especially so empowering these days with the Internet, you know, that's why I'm so impressed by all the SoundCloud kids and all these young rappers who 
are already rich before they even get a record deal. They're already mm. popular. They're already playing big shows. That's very inspirational. Sounds like you've taken a little. You have taken a little bit of inspiration on the on the new album from that. It's got a modern hip hop sort of sound. I definitely to it have as well. Yeah, I definitely yep. have. Yeah, I definitely have. You can tell because um, the last record, well, different guitar player too, but still, you know, I'm in charge of the sound at the end of the day. The last record, I just let a, like a rock record come out. Yeah. <laughs> but on this one, I was like, no, no, no. This one, it's a reflection of all my musical interests and all my personal musical taste. Um, and again, like you just said, you know, I'm very into like what the kids are doing right now because I love it. <laughs> just pure and simple. I just love it, you know. There was a time, bro, when I was listening to the radio and hip-hop and going, oh, I'm not really into any of this. And so I was, just started listening to Jamaican dance hall. And then when I circled back around and started listening to hip-hop and pop again, I was like, oh, Jesus, I love this shit. See, no, you got, you got to have your yeah. finger on that pulse, bro. I'm so annoyed. Well, no, annoyed. And I'm not annoyed, but, you know, so many people that I run into just... They, you know, they only like the shit they liked ten years ago. Yeah. You know, or you know, they can't stand the, the new shit. The shit the kids are listening <laughs> to. To me, it's like, well, you're just old then, at heart or whatever. When it comes mm. to this, because you don't, you don't like new stuff. If you don't like new stuff, then that's your problem, not mine. Like I said, I'm getting some comments. Some some guys said on there, "You're not an old school soldier. This is." <laughs> futuristic bullshit and i was like dude that was a compliment to me because i'm not an old school sculptor i'm not beholden to anything absolutely man you got to constantly evolve as a, as a person man as a musician you know or if you end up doing the, you know it just doesn't work that old model just doesn't well, i agree on both ends mm. you know i agree on both ends you have to evolve as a person which i have and then my music reflects my mm -hmm. first evolution Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, of course, man, next year marks the 20th anniversary of Broke. Have you guys got plans to celebrate that? Well, again, this ties in with the whole conversation, right? I'm not really a guy that looks back, right? Okay. See a lot of bands, they do, this, uh, they do the 20-year thing, and they're like, we're going to play the record from front to back. Oh, I'll be damned before I do that. I'll play a bunch of tracks off of Broke to commemorate the release, so mm -hmm. I'm not going to play it from front to back. It's not fucking Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, homie. You know? It's like, <laughs> come on, dude. It's like, that's, so, that's a little bit of a self-aggrandizement, I think. You know? Like, uh, come on, you know? So I'll do some celebratory stuff, but there will be a limit to that as well. Saying it's not it's not uh, the wall, but it's a good fucking album. <laughs> you got to be it's a well, I appreciate up. that, right? And it put <laughs> me on the map, you know, and, and it, it it was it was good at the time. But I just yeah, I I just not to restate all of it. I just have no mm. desire. It's just I'm just sure. being honest with my own desires, right? And I'm not going to just do it. Um, you know what? Let's be honest. If somebody was offering me all this money to do it, hey, mm -hmm. play it from front to back. If you play it broke from front to back, instead of three or five thousand a show, we're going to give you eight or ten. Oh, okay. Now we can talk. But guess what? Those offers are not for. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, yeah. man. Now you've said that, you don't. You, you yeah, never you know. never know, though. You never know. You're putting it out there. <laughs> right. But I mean, exactly. it, it, 
It's funny though, dude, because I mean, I remember when that that came out and it was just it just blew up everywhere. But you were, you were active in the music industry for years before that before that blew up, weren't you? Not in the music it. industry. Okay. Oh, I had been in bands. Well, look, bro, I was born in 1964, right? I graduated high school in 82, right? I got my first band in 83, mm. okay? So we can all go back and see what was going on with music in 1983, right? And so I was a part of that. I was doing my thing. I was glam. I was do wave. I was playing a chainsaw. I was... Whatever I was, I was into fucking Paul Stanley. I was in the Flock of Seagulls. I was in the Prince. <laughs> I was into Johnny Rotten. So, you know, I had maybe five, four bands before Head P.E., which started in 93. So that was like 11 years after I tried out for my first band. I tried out for my first band singing Journey, Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin, you know, Rush. You too. So my first band was like that. Then I got into a top 40 band, knew about yeah. 100 top 40 songs, you know. And then I used to be in like spandex metal bands or like uh, new wave bands back and forth, you know. I wasn't quite sure because there was no such thing as rap, you know. So yeah, then, yeah. Uh, on and on and on. Finally, then it's like, oh, uh, you know, uh, when, when uh, music changed from like, Motley Crue and hair metal, uh, you know, to like um, grunge. That was pretty cool for me because I was like, oh, Chili Peppers and all that was, I thought that was really cool. And so I, my band started to kind of enjoy that, a new band I had. I think it was called like Live Urban Sex Drive or something. And then um, after that, then, you know, oh, then I was like, I heard of NWA. And then fucking Rage Against the Machine came out. And then fucking, you know, um, Nine Inch Nails came out. And then Beastie Boys were out playing instruments and rapping, right? And so then that's when I was like, oh, wow, I like this stuff now. And then that was like kind of the birth of like what began to be head PE, you know. But you worked your ass off, man, all those years. You've, you've worked and you've evolved as a musician and it's, it's going back. Yeah. You know, I think some people, some people are good songwriters when they first start out. I'm just like that guy that's had to really, really hone the art forever mm. and ever. Um, and, <laughs> you know, until now I'm like learning about good songwriting going, yeah, like this works, that works, but it just took me forever. You know what I mean? Just like yeah. some, some fighters might get really good really quick, and other guys, it takes their whole life to get good. For me, it just took forever. You know what I mean? But I don't mind because it's just my passion. It's inspiring, then. You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 bands, I, I, I get inspiration for it because, I mean, I've been in the same sort of thing, man. In and out of bands, you know, working, working hard towards that. Just right, bro? Well, let me tell you something about your story. Here's how it worked for me, and maybe you'll get even more inspiration. Tried out for my first band at 19, didn't sign my first record deal till I was 32. By the time I signed my first record deal, I was already like going, well, because I was one of these who thought, oh, I'll have a record deal by the time I'm 25. Yeah. You know? So now I'm 32. Then I'm 32 going, well, you know what? Um, even if I don't get a record deal, 
I'm still going to play music because I love mm. it and it's fun. I'm not just going to come home, sit on the couch and watch TV. You know what? It seems like after I did that, things started to fall in place real easy. But you know what? All I'm trying to convey is there's no schedule. You just stick to your guns and shit may fall into place. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I, I love it, man. I just love it. I won't ever fucking stop, man. I'll be that, that old dude jamming Slayer covers in a RSL. I don't go. know. <laughs> I just, I just love doing it. That's what you do. Man. Stick to your passion. <laughs> That's right, man. That's right. Well, uh, of course, I mean, what's next for you after the tour, man? Okay, so after the tour, we come home, and then I'm, I'm still doing music every day. I'm trying to finish, like, two different projects I've got going. And then we've got, like, a couple tours. We've got, actually, a couple festivals in the States that we're playing. And then um, we have a tour with a bunch of uh, bands in October um, that we're going to be doing. And I think that may be it for the year. And I'm stoked because I get to be home and raise my son. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Because he's, uh, what was he, 10, 11? Your boy? He, he's 11 now. He's about to be 12. And he's ruling it. He's a good kid. But, you know, nothing. there's no replacement for flight time and me being home. Mm. Teaching him how to be a man. That's awesome, man. It's so good to hear, man, that you're uh, you're enjoying being being a dad and and still rocking out, dude. Like that's that's what it's all about, man. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, uh, we can't wait to see you and the boys down here uh, this week with Nonpoint. Have a safe trip, man, and uh, we'll see you in Brisbane. It's gonna be sick. Thank you, my brother. Check in with me. Thanks for the time. See you in a minute. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. 